Looking for the lady with a red rose tattoo. That's my <laughs> Willie Nelson. That's what Willie Nelson sounds like. You mean you just didn't you didn't just put it on Spotify? No. That wasn't That an, was you? That wasn't an excerpt or a clip from a Willie He's Nelson. He's not record. hiding in the closet? Well, he is hiding in the closet, but uh, metaphorically, he's not here in my house. Man, I swear to God, that sounded so much like Willie Nelson. I know. It's a blessing and a curse, as they say. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Okay, You're Okay podcast. we got a special guest today, Willie Nelson. Willie, nice to see you. Crazy. Crazy for feeling so lonely. Thank you. Uh, Willie, how old are you? Well, uh, I don't count birthdays. It's not part of what I do is counting birthdays, but uh, I reckon I'm 36, 37 years old. Well, you've you've aged gracefully. I've been looking for the lady with the red rose tattoo. And scene. And scene. It's, you know, being an actor is challenging. Uh, improv is challenging. They're the greats. They're the groundlings. They're second I mean, city. Here's, here's, it is challenging for most. Not for you, of course. That's it true. Comes easy. It comes trying, easy. I was trying to put it on a level that our listeners can understand. I was trying to, you know, uh, artificially inflate the level of challenge that it is for me to be whimsical and funny, intelligent, you know, but here's what I know about you. Like you have like Dana Carvey, you have Mm -hmm. like back in the day, you had like rich little, you have like a Jimmy Fallon all known for, for great, you know, impression work, Mm -hmm. but no one does impressions with the clarity, with the insightfulness, with the accuracy that you do. I mean, nobody's nobody comes even close. Well, thank. First of all, thank you. Second of all, I agree. Third of all, it's like I know the characters more than they know themselves. In fact, yeah. So oftentimes, I mean, this is I'm ex- expecting a first of all a singing telegram, and then but secondly a, f- a phone call from the Willie Nelson estate, uh, w- asking about deep truths and insights into who he is because I've somehow crawled inside of who he is in ways that he couldn't even do it, and he is himself. So right, just just by in, just by accidentally starting out the show. By doing his voice, you've automatically become more familiar with him than he is himself. Yeah. And I get that a lot. And that's fine, too. Anyway, it's I tire of talking about me. It's part of the gift. You know, not everybody wants all the stuff that comes with the stuff, but that's part of the deal. It's part you of the You got to take the stuff with the other stuff if you want the stuff. Well, we've said it on the podcast before, and it actually is a deep truth that even transcends this little bit we're doing. And it's this, babies. It's this right here. Dude, I'm listening. Ain't nothing free. Yeah, that's true. Ain't nothing free. You think you're doing something for free? Check again. Check again. It's so true. There's no such thing as a free lunch. That's right. I mean, it's free in that you're not paying for it, but you're paying for it. You're paying for it. Right, as you drink out of the biggest mug I've ever seen in my life. Good God. Here's the problem with tea. At the end, you get this tea residue. Uh-huh. I don't like. Well, some people like that part. Some people think that most of the power of the tea is in that last little grainy sip. Not me, but some people do. Man, my uh, ex-wife's husband made me a cup of English tea mm-hmm. with a little bit of maple syrup and a little bit of uh, milk. Holy God, dude. That shit was fucking fire. Were you, just two, were you just two gentlemen sipping it with one pinky up in a cold bath? Well, because I know we how you and Tate thing, roll. We you had Tate. this little thing called, we had a little thing in Texas called Snowvid. 
a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's docu- it's documented on the podcast. It went down to zero degrees, but there was also no power. But we, uh, me and my wife and daughter went over to my ex-wife and her husband's house and chilled out there because they had power. And while I was there, he was like, hey, do you want some English tea? Now, normally, my first response would be, of course not. I'm an American. I we hate drink the, coffee. I hate the English. And we drink other American drinks. Uh-huh. But we don't drink English tea. We won the war, motherfucker. We won the war. I don't know if you're keeping track, but it's USA 1, Great Britain, zippity dip dap. <laughs> I thought you were going to say none. Uh, whatever. But you Anyways. Yeah, anyways, that's neither here nor there, is it? I mean, spoiler alert. If you haven't been keeping up with American history, but we got a little thing called the 4th of July, which means basically the translation for 4th of July is I ain't drinking no English tea, motherfucker. Speaking of Europe, we finished Call My Agent, which is a truly wonderful show that you turned me on to. I thank you for that. We had a really great time. What'd you time. think of that? We just watched the final episode last night. What'd you think of I, it? I, should we talk about this? Bitter, the- bittersweet, right? Here's what I loved about it, though. I guess there's going to be spoilers about this because there's no way to really talk about this without that. So whatever. Sorry. Skip this part. Just but. watch the show. It's so good. Here's what was really cool about the ending. And me and Isabel had a conversation about this is things don't really turn out great at the end. They're not bad. It's not like a uh, it's not kind of like a a fuck you by the creators of like a grim, bleak fuck you. It just it wraps up in a very real way. It kind of wrapped up with like. Everyone's going to be okay, but kind of. It, it it had a very sad, bittersweet ending of like, everyone's not really okay. Everyone didn't learn a great lesson. They learned, but everyone's still kind of who they were. And my sense of these characters is, I hope they're going to be okay, but they're probably going to get into some of the same problems that we just went through four years with them. Like, because people don't change that much. I don't know. It was a very real ending. I liked it a lot. I really liked it. Well, my wife had the same take as you did. She was like, oh, it's going to end, you know, the French way. Because the French are famous for ending yeah. their shit. Like, Leak. they don't, they're like, oh, we don't have no happy endings because in life it's real. <laughs> right. You know, it doesn't end happy. She had the same take on it that it was ending that way. And I was like, wait, hold on. It's not that at all. Like, everybody kind of gets what they want. Like, I'm not going to go into details because I, I don't want to spoil it, but everybody kind of gets what they want. Like, it's a really beautiful ending. The characters have changed. They've moved on. They've transcended where they started. Um, and it's a really happy ending, actually. Everybody kind of gets everything that they've worked for. Now, the the agency, that part that you've been with the entire time, that you kind of, you know, you kind of want it to be like, oh, they win, they win. They don't, they don't win the game. They lose the game, but everybody in their lives wins. They win in their lives. In their own personal lives, they all win. One might say they won the game of life. They won the game of life. They just didn't win the game of, you know, the ad agency ask. But here's Which, what- by the way, can we talk about how stupid the name of the agency is, ask? Like, that's some French shit right there, dude. There's a bunch of French shit. Yeah. It's and a fr- that's, that's yeah. definitely one of those Well, things. it's a French show. So, but dude, the acting, God damn it! How good are those actors? But here's what I how wanna, good is how good is Hervé? They're all good. They're all great. But here's what I want to talk about: good right. show, good writing, interesting, funny. Uh, you care about them, all that stuff that you were saying. It's true, and all of that happened. Here's one thing they don't care about: their fucked up teeth. 
Good God, <laughs> the teeth sitch. Woo, buddy. It's like someone ripped all their teeth out and put like burnt corn in all the sockets. Like Matthias's teeth, Noemi's teeth. There's a, a fucking whack tooth sitch on that show, bro. I found it distracting. Uh, you're, you're looking yeah. at me like you don't know what I'm talking about, but it's there's a big yellow. Their teeth are yellow. So what's happening? Do the French not brush their teeth? Is that just not our uh, is tooth hygiene not really See, part I of watch, what their deal is? I watch so much British television that I'm accustomed to just the worst rotten brown to yellow mouths. <laughs> So, like, for me, call my agent, like, that's, like, actually clean. Those are clean teeth, as far as I'm concerned. Because watch fucking, uh, you know, Broadchurch or watch fucking Steck and uh, Scott and Bailey or Hamish Macbeth or any of those shows, and you're <laughs> going to see some fucking fucked up teeth, dude. I just don't get it. I guess it's kind of similar to, like, how, you know, Americans are all fat. <laughs> you know, I, I think, right. you know, French people who are pretty thin all they do is smoke cigarettes and eat fucking baguettes or whatever but i guess they're like why are americans always fat how about all americans being fat but then they don't hire any fat actors for anything right which is weird unless the character is like fat guy oh me and isabel always think about that too and there's like a really like part of their character is if they're fat or they're like really right. ugly like that's part of the right. character is if they're an ugly person just right. like the casting calls for that like your agent's like do you have any fat, ugly people? Because we have that's like part of this thing is the how ugly they are. They're like, yeah, I've got I'll send several people your way. I have a, I have a lot of clients like that. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see laws put in place that if you like advertise a product, you have to find out what the demographic of your product is. And then you only use actors that fall into that demographic weight and age. Oh, uh, well. So like McDonald's, because every time I see a McDonald's commercial, everybody's in good shape. Everybody looks good. Everybody's thin. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Go into a McDonald's. They're not happy. They're Dude. not in shape. They're not having a good time. They're eating there because their lives are not good. <laughs> and they need it to get better right away. <laughs> well, McDonald's, the fucking Big Mac's not really going to do that. But uh, but I get it. But um, it made Dude, me... you and me go there to make our lives get better right away. But again, ain't nothing free. Dude, they get our lives get better immediately at McDonald's. But then they immediately are worse. It's just oh, they're imme- then followed up by immediately being way worse than they were. Yeah, it'd be one thing if you could have a bag of shame, and then that bag of shame had this like talismanic power where you lived in sort of a happy cloud for twenty four hours, even okay. Ugh. But it's as soon as that last bite goes down, and you you sit in this package of meat called your fucking self, and you're not feeling real good. Uh, no, you're feeling real bad, real, real fast. What you're saying about like, whenever you're eating or doing something, take a look around at the people around you and see what they look like. You know, is that like the kind of people you want to associate with my vaccine? <laughs> so we basically got a tip on a waste protocol Walmart in Smithville, Tennessee, which is about an hour and a half away in the middle of nowhere. Why did they have waste protocol? Because a lot of people in Smithville don't believe they think the vaccine is a government conspiracy, et cetera. They don't believe COVID. So basically this Walmart said, we have a bunch of vaccines that we need to give people. We got hooked up with that. And then like 15 of my friends went there. My wife got it. Some of our family members went. When we had family members drive up from Alabama to get it. And we we were able to get it. It was awesome. Like there, it was part of this waste protocol, even though our age group, blah, blah, blah. So I, I, I just got my second vaccine shot because I'm, I qualify one or 2B because I'm obese. My body mass index is over 30. Uh, so, which is, you know, good news, bad news. Mm-hmm. 
so I got my second shot. I feel pretty good about it. It's been about a week since I got it, maybe a little longer. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm probably in the in the green zone. So I was like, I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to go to the store and buy groceries, which I don't normally do. And I walk in there. And of course, you know, in Texas, they've uh, done the thing where they're like, yeah, we're, we're done with masks for good. Like the government is like, no, no mask mandate. Now, all the stores, obviously, all the big chains, they're like, yeah, you got to wear a mask when you come in here. We still want you to wear a mask. We're going to go by what the CDC says. And so I go into Whole Foods to do my grocery shopping. And of course, everybody in there is wearing a mask. And then there's one lady. She's not wearing a mask. She's just walking through the store, buying groceries, no mask. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm, I'm watching her, I'm like, what can I say to this lady? Because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to get into a big f- match. I don't want to get into a screaming match. And then I was like, well, maybe I should tell one of the Whole Foods people. Uh, Whole Foods, please. Uh, pardon me. <laughs> but then, then I was like, but then if I do that, then all of a sudden they're going to have to deal with this fucking lady. And she didn't look, she looked normal. She looked like a normal, skinny, probably about 40, you know, looked normal and, you know, not, not ugly. Uh, wow. She was not ugly. And, and just. <laughs> what a way to say it. Well, she was, she was, you know, she, I don't know. She, I have an image of her whatever. in my head. You've done a good job of that. Yeah. She, uh, she just looked like a, you know, put together well took care of herself, you know, ate well or exercised well. And obviously her clothes were reflected somebody who, you know, probably had money, but she's just walking through the store, no mask. It wasn't like she had it around her neck and forgotten about it. She just wasn't wearing it. Mm -hmm. She was just like, I'm not going to wear a mask Mm -hmm. in here. Now I'm don't need to wear a mask. I'm, I'm fucking, I got the shot. I'm fine. I'm not going to give it to anybody. You're not going to give it to me. You might give it to but someone. I'm, but I'm wearing the mask because I'm not going to give it. How can I give it if I if I can't get it? I've got antibodies. You can still carry it. You can still transfer it. Well, I don't know about that. The Anyways. vaccine doesn't keep you from giving it to people. It keeps you from being affected by it. But you can still carry it like in the globulates and shit in your nose and if you sneeze. and mm. Well... Anyways, none of that makes sense to me. What makes sense to me is if I have the antibodies, I'm not going to get it. And mm-hmm. then I'm not going to give it to anybody. So either way, I'm only wearing the mask because I am i don't want somebody going, oh, why is that guy not wearing a mask? I hope he doesn't give me something because he's not wearing a mask. I'm doing it for other people because I'm considerate of mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what is this lady what is that? What is she? Do? What is her? Th- like my uh, my curiosity was like, what is that? What is that mindset that I don't care? I have no empathy for anybody around me. I'm going to do exactly what I want to do, and I don't care how it affects anybody. That mindset is the one that I'm curious about because I don't understand it at all. I, I would guess that she doesn't feel that way. My guess is her mindset is. I'm not hurting anybody. The masks don't do anything. And this was all a bunch of bullshit. And I, she probably, I mean, she's definitely sending a message, but I don't think the message is I don't care about people. If you had a coffee with her and learned about her and her family, the makeup of her might actually be more like she's a caring person, at least for her family. But she probably thinks the masks don't do anything. And I'm sending the message that I'm not a fucking pe- a sheep that will believe anything the government says. That's what my guess would be. 
You can be that and be caring. Oh, maybe. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know this chick. The, that does bring up an interesting question, though. When will it be socially untaboo to not wear a mask? This summer? This fall? Are masks sort of part of the framework of how we in- engage socially from now on? I mean... I think it's going to be kind of how we do it from now on. I really do. I don't think they're going away. It's fine with me. I mean, I'm not, cra- I'm not crazy about them uh, at all. I-, I find them uncomfortable to wear, but... Again, I I just want to make people feel comfortable. I like it because it, it overnight turned everyone into a sexy ninja. I'm talking chicks. I'm talking dudes. I'm talking the elderly. Everyone, it's true. Everybody beca- does look yeah, hotter. Everyone became like a mysterious fucking ninja. And that's that's A-OK with me. I love sexy ninjas. Dude, I do too. I like, I like pretending I am a sexy ninja. Who knows? Dude, you are, you are a sexy ninja when yeah. you're wearing a mask. When you're not, right. not so much. When I'm not wearing a mask, I'm just me. And I like me. But I'm just me. And the mask, But you're though, not a ninja. Well, I'm not as sexy as I you're could sexy, be. You're sexy, but you're not a right, ninja. Right, that's true. My ninja skills don't get, truly get activated until the mask gets on. But I like walking around Kroger and- Dude, when you like have that mask ninja. on, you basically become invisible. You can't, you're almost can't be seen in, at night. During right. the day, of course, you can be. But a true ninja would never be seen in the day. No, I'm just like in Kroger throwing fucking smoke bombs and disappearing from the produce yeah. section to the dairy section. Right. If right, but you got to go. You got to cut the lights. You got to right when you get to Kroger. You got to hey, where's the the kill switch for the lights? Right. Do that, and then boom, now you're invisible. You're buying all your groceries. You're in the front of the line, and the guy's like, "Wait, I was in the front of the line," and you're like, "Not anymore." And then they turn the lights on, and then they're like, "Oh, it's a sexy ninja," <laughs> and all's forgiven. Yeah, yeah. It's good to wear a mask anyway, dude. The our fucking Asian buddies have been doing it forever. It's uh, here's how the logic starts. Okay, we'll start at the top of the logic mountain and we'll let it slide downhill like a beautiful fucking rill of crystal clear water that will nourish you and your children until God comes back. All right, which is hopefully really soon. Here's the logic. Do you cover your mouth when you fucking sneeze? Yes. Yes, you do. Same principle. Same logic. You wear the mask if you want to avoid getting sick, and you wear the mask if you've been sick to avoid getting other people sick. That's true whether or not there's a, a virus or anything. That's what they our Asian buddies have been doing forever, and it works. It's fucking logic. But they're on the honor system over there. But it's been turned they, in. They do it. They do it if they're sick. They're like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to get anybody else sick. I'm going to wear this mask. Yeah, but it's been weaponized now because that's what we do here. We take logic and we weaponize it and fuck it all up and gum it all up with all of our political interests. And then you got a bunch of good people on both sides who don't know what the fuck to make of anything anymore, man. It's fucking tired of it. And guess what, baby? This deep this deep fake technology that's happening, it's about to get fucking worse. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get better anytime soon, but I will say this, dude. I was watching uh Our Planet or whatever, some, you know, National Geographic thing on Disney Plus with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And they showed a picture of it was they were on the moon and then they from the moon they showed a picture of the Earth. And then I was just like, I just all I, I every time I see a picture of the Earth now, I just go, "What does a flat Earther think?" Like right now, when they see that, they're like, "Oh, that's fake." Yeah, they do. Like the, immediately, they just go, "Oh, that's fake." Yeah, they do. I'm like the fact that we, the fact that we have people that believe that there are flat planets, <laughs> the fact that somebody believes that there's a flat planet. I know it's hard, dude. The fact that somebody believes that there's a flat planet. Like, I feel like if we just called it Flat Planet, if you called it Flat Planet, it really highlights like, how oh, silly Oh, yeah, that is, is dumb. Yeah. But if you say Flat Earth, like, that sounds like a book. 
Like that sounds like a book somebody wrote. Oh yeah, flat earth. Yeah, that's a book. That's like the Bible. It's a book. But dude, if you say flat planet, people are like, oh yeah, that's stupid. There's no flat planets. There's flat earth. Yeah, that's a book. There's no flat planet. Yeah. GFY, no flat planet. Dude, show me one picture of a flat planet. Show me one picture in the history of the world of a flat planet. That's what we should. That's the, you know, the problem is it's fucking branding, dude. We need to rebrand stupid shit. It's messaging. Yeah. That's McDonald's, dude. That's what they've done for years. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And then you're like, man, I'm having a bad day. I'm loving it. I think I'll go to McDonald's. If McDonald's called itself and your life's, you want to feel real bad in, in 15 minutes? Hey, I'm going to feel real bad in 15 minutes. You'd be like, oh, I'm having a bad day. Do I want to feel worse in 15 minutes? Yeah, I'm not going to go to McDonald's. Yeah, how about da 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 da? It's poison. <laughs> <laughs> da 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 da. It's too many calories and not enough nutrition. Da 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 da. This isn't food. <laughs> da, da 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 da. It's got flavor enhancements. <laughs> da, da 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 da. Buy a buy a fucking head of cabbage. Da 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 da. Obesity. Da 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 da. da, 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 da. How about taking? Da, da 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 go to the store and spend eight dollars and then spend a little time making a meal and feel better about yourself da, 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 da. you dumbass <laughs> <laughs> but people man i'm telling you it's like such an ingrained part of america Ameri- the american soul is like i want the freedom to kill myself with poison food no dude here's what it is i want the drugs and I give want me the drugs. Yeah, now. that is what it is. Give I don't me want my, it. Yeah, I don't want to wait. I want them now. I want my fucking oh, medicine, bitch. You mean I can? I can. I'm driving at 75 miles an hour, but in less than a minute and a half from now, I can be parked by the side of a building, and they can hand me some hot shit that I can put in my mouth. <laughs> in one and a half minutes from now, dun 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 dun. I'm eligible. I'm to be eligible for the vaccine. It's tough, man. It's, I can't walk well. I know. Dude. It's tough. When I think about my daughter, you know, when I think about her kids, just the world they're inheriting. I know everyone feels that way. Everyone feels like the world that they're giving their kids is shittier. And I know it's a lot more complicated than that. And etc there's no problem with the nuance there but in terms of what we're talking about this this corporatization of food and the how all the money incentives about food and that's just how incentives work but they they're the money is not chasing the health of a society the money is chasing the opposite you know well plus there's plus there's this thing now where you can't make fun of somebody for being obese like, you need to be able to make fun of fat people <laughs> to help fat people not be fat. It's not good. It's not good for their health. It's not good for like this whole like, oh, don't fat shame me. How else are you going to fucking stay, get skinny? Well, you fatty. <laughs> I spiritually agree. With you. I think there's a difference between making fun of fat people and like having, you know, being able to criticize an unhealthy lifestyle because you care about someone, you know? 
that's different than like, haha, you're fat. Like, that's not going to work. That's going to make someone feel like shit. And it's probably going to drive them to eat more because they're going to feel like they're pieces of shit. But I do think it should be okay to be like, I mean, dude, I would do this on the bus when we'd stop at like a pilot or something or a fucking Whole Foods, whatever. And my grown up buddies and peers getting back on the bus with a big Coke? Huh? I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Don't drink Coke. You're grown. You be a grown up. Let me tell you a story called Bob Schneider. And it goes like this. Okay. Are you ready? Hold on. Once upon a time, there was a fat fucker named Bob Schneider. And he saw his sister and his sister said, oh my God, you're (laughs) fucking fat. What happened? (laughs) Guess what Bob Schneider does? Gets on a diet. Here's, Here's the other story. What happened? Here's the other story. Hi, I'm Bob Schneider. I'm a fat fuck. Oh, you look great. What's up? How's it going? You look great. You look wonderful. Oh, you're so, you look so full of life and wonderful. Great. Okay. I just hear that. Meanwhile, I'm fucking 400 pounds and everybody's like, hey, it's all good. Everything's good. You look great. No, you're fat. You're obese. You have to have people in your life. You don't have to be, you don't have to say it a thousand times. You don't have to make jokes about it, but you have to be able to say, hey, hey, you're unhealthily overweight. Yeah. And you, and if you can't say that, you're not helping, you're not helping somebody by not pointing out how overweight they are. Again, don't have to make fun of them. Right. Don't have to make a big joke out of it. But God damn it. This whole like, oh, you can't fat shame. You need to be able to tell people that they're fucking unhealthily overweight. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's tough, man. That's a tough issue. I, I No, if somebody's ugly, can't tell them that. You can't tell them to wear a mask because it's you're indoors. Did we solve all the problems in this 30 minutes? Or wait, I think we came close. I solved them. <laughs> what, what the fuck was I doing? Gumming up the you're, works? No, you were listening to me solve the problems. Yeah, but I helped solve dude, some doing, of these goddamn dude, problems. I had to take offense doing. at that, sir. Here's what you're sir. doing, dude. Here's what you're doing. Sir. You were sitting on the side. You were sitting where the people, you know, when the when the guy's in the ring with the bull and he's got the red flag and he's just angering the bull. Uh, excuse me. Are you talking about a out? matador? Yes. <laughs> I'm the matador. I'm out there with my fucking fat shaming red flag thing. And the bull is the world or the United States of America. Same and then thing. you're on the side going, good luck. Good luck with that bull, Bobby. Good luck with your little red flag in that bull. I'll just watch over here from the side with my BDE and bird song. No, I'm the, I'm, here's what I am in that analogy. I'm the fucking rodeo clown trying to save your dumb ass <laughs> by distracting the fucking bull. <laughs> It's true, dude. As soon as I fucking get gored, you come in with your little fucking oh, yeah. clanky, oh, yeah. clanky, clanky, clank, clank. <laughs> and the bull's like, what's going on? Meanwhile, I'm fucking have my fucking nuts hanging out. Yeah, I'm banging a fucking tin can of b- empty beans. <laughs> Clickety, clang, clang. Hey, 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 leave Bobby alone. He doesn't know what he does. Forgive him, father, for he knows not what he does. God damn it. <sighs> I'm the fucking matador, bitch. I got my red flag. I will fucking put it in front of a goddamn bull. And by the way, I got no knife. I got no sword. Because you can't kill that bull. You can just get in angry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, So for all you PETA folks out there, I'm not killing no metaphorical bulls. You can kill a bull in your mind. 
Let's keep the mind thought. Dude, I don't even kill it. bulls metaphorically. Dude, I kill a bull in my dream, I start crying. <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, we love you this guys. This has been the best episode ever. All right, well, no, follow us on all the shit and do all the shit that you know you should do for your spiritual survival. We love you. We'll see you in the Secret Weekly. Bye. 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 <laughs>